bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. Happy birthday, Mamel. <laughs> no. Birthdays are so gross. Gross. So gross. Well, um, on this day last year, we were flying to Paris on your birthday, your yeah. actual birthday, which is technically tomorrow. We were in Paris. We landed. We were kind of just like shell shocked yeah. and jet lagged. We went to an awesome restaurant. We saw just, Lenny Kravitz. We just did it up. <sighs> it was so exciting. I'm happy to be home though for this one. You know what I mean? Like being the home. You don't have a home. You don't have a home. You have four <laughs> homes. Now last year, um, it was very glamorous. It did cost $1.2 million. <laughs> I think we're still paying it off. Yeah. But uh-huh. I feel like in this one year and then just right before almost up to within, you know, six hours before your next fucking rotation of the sun or whatever it is they say, mm-hmm. we had another milestone. We had a lot of like really for us profound and meaningful milestones this year, um, including you moving to your home, <laughs> your home. <coughs> yes, I moved into an actual home. Yeah, where, for where the very a woman first time. died, a young mother, and where <sighs> Papa died. Yeah. And I kept thinking about her and Papa. And it's like, this is our home where people die. Yeah. Happy birthday, bitch. <laughs> I wonder who's next. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, God. Well, she's almost like one of our, I don't know, she's like a guardian angel or something like it. It, it, it helped me that she was floating around here bugging on, you know, at the bug factory. At the bug factory. <laughs> and then what the craziest thing was when the landlords came to do a little fixing in the yard and turns out that one of the little daughters is named the name. After the, the, the mother who yeah. passed. And that was like, oh. She didn't die here, but she died within... You know, a few, you know, yards. She, yeah, like a, yeah, a couple of houses away, a yeah. homes away. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't one of Monique's homes, but it was one of the homes. Mm-hmm. And it does feel like, but they continued living here and yeah, they her did. spirit is here, period. And, yep. and it was comforting to me and continues to be comforting. And yeah. she's giving us all the milestones. All the milestones. And she was probably, she was there at the Rainbow Bridge for Pee Wee. You know what I mean? During yeah. that. Very hard night. She was there just helping. And so um, there is something very uh, comforting and um, giving life a purpose to be the steward of a home of somebody's family. I don't know. It's not my family, but it's. And she was young and we are 
currently, not much, but we are currently older than she was when she died. So weird. And that is weird. And also makes you, I don't know, it it definitely makes me grateful in a certain way. And um, when I've, I've been here doing 80s workouts on your deck Uh and you have a boom box that (laughs) it's basically like you guys know the one it's like the boom box that you hook your bluetooth up to they sell it like urban and it's it's super colorful and cute it's like a rip tunes boom box (laughs) and i set it on the deck and i put on the actual la radio i don't hook it up to bluetooth i fucking Mm -hmm. put up the antenna because it does Bluetooth, you can like plug an like you know phone into it with mm-hmm. an actual mm-hmm. whatever cord. You can play a cassette tape in it too. Can play a tape. Yeah, and we don't have any. I do. I do have some. I do have some. Okay, I do have some. <laughs> I like, do have a few. Like I haven't played it. But... Singles and shit. Oh, I've got mixtapes I made. <laughs> I got some mixtapes I made. I should put it in yeah. there and see what happens. So but I weird. put that shit on LA radio in the sun. And they're giving traffic and I am out there and that bitch is out there fucking doing straight up leg lifts with me. She's doing thigh (laughs) master with me. I'm telling you, it is. Mm -hmm. I get transported. This shit is like a fucking time machine. This house. Yeah. It's very, I mean, it's like palm trees, the view of Burbank. Uh At this point, I'm like, I don't know if Walt Disney's alive. If Bob Hope is alive, I'm not quite sure what decade we're in, but we're doing it all and we're doing it in Burbank. And it is like, it is honestly life even if i sit on your couch i can see all the way out to the backyard and sometimes the sunset and i'm born and raised it's your birthday but i'm talking about me i was born and raised (laughs) southern california yeah and that sun hits just right and i swear to god i'm like it's like i'm a kid here Mm. it is so intense oh wow yeah because it looks like the sun of like of when you were a kid yeah and it's 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 all the time in this house at like dusk now that i i don't experience here because obviously so that would be too much i think it'd be too much for me (laughs) i think it'd be too too much much. for me i'm way too (laughs) no i'm too cancery for that i can't deal with that sentimental but it but it also makes me feel good like good like like homie yeah well good we still got, we still got it. We got to just, we got, <laughs> we still got it. Got, still got the got bug it. factory is bugging on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's still employed at the bug factory. We got, yes. you know, for now, you know, we got Dr. Guac and Phyllis. <laughs> we got Pam and Russ and mm-hmm. the bug factory is functioning. It is functioning. Bug- Everyone's <laughs> all right. Everyone's okay. Everyone is working at the bug factory. No one's retired. Yeah. No one's <laughs> left oh, They're not retiring. Yet. I think they've gotten promoted. Yeah, you know, yes, they're bugging yes. like a, they're a high rank ranking buggery. Yeah, they're in the and they're in the and they're in the upper echelons. <laughs> yeah. so they're in the they're, floors so that we're not allowed to right. go to. It's prime bugging. Prime prime <laughs> bugging. It's all the bugging. Yeah, so just, it's all you know the what? bugging. Yep. Thank well, lucky us. Now we got some <clears> gifts <throat> from got some s- other bugs. And again, being so, I mean, <laughs> who thought it would be so? You know, I mean. I feel very, very lucky that the 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 fourteen are too honestly too good to me. I yeah. don't deserve it. I don't. I wouldn't expect it. And um, you know, my birthday could potent literally could potentially come and go if we didn't have this. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, well, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, because we don't do Facebook and put like. And that doesn't alert everyone. It's Julie's birthday. Yeah, no, it would just, would, there'd be no fanfare yeah. or, and even as yeah. far as cards or gifts, I mean, there'd be up to three and that's it. 
You know what I mean? From um, my mom. Who's the lady? Your Harriet. mom didn't send a card. Not the Harriet. Harriet. It's yeah. Harriet. It's Harriet. It's Harriet. Yeah. My mom would send ribs over. Which that ha- happened. That was amazing. Harriet would send the 15 bucks. 25 now. <laughs> I've, I've crossed the threshold. Uh-huh. You get an old lady money. Yep. yep. Uh, my mom, I'm assuming I'll get a card tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Probably. Will it be if an not Thursday. No, she never. No, she likes a physical card. Well, how do you know it's going to arrive right on the correct day? Well, there wasn't one today, so I'm assuming there'll be one tomorrow. If there isn't, then I'm going. I won't even say anything. If she, you know, they can. It's fine. No one's going to forget, but they could have forgotten until right before the day before, and now your shit gets here which in is July. Totally fine. Which is just like me. I, you know, right. the thing that I didn't grow up with was the the instilling of needing to like remember spe- people's birthdays or send them things or whatever. Cause my mom did it all. Yeah. I like ta- the laundry. I taught you that you have gotten me way better at that. I'm still not great, but just thank better. you cards and things like that. I mean, they, yeah, they did it for you. That's they did the it. That's the thing. And that's why. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Julie Lang. Oh, speaking of so such, she sent a big, big box that I, Took into my own home and shook up looking for alcohol. Um, as Julie knows, there was none in there. No, no. But, but I didn't open the gifts. They were wrapped. Each one was individually wrapped. And Julie, I want you to know I did not open them. No. I shook them. Yes. I heard no liquid jangling. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a box that we will be speaking on a f- uh, future podcast. And I did hear some liquid. And I popped it <laughs> right on open. And lucky for me, it was for both of us. Um, well, Julie says, happy birthday, Julie. Just a few little items thought were a fun B. I thought you'd like C potentially helpful with your new serious gig. I hope you have a fantastic day. And this year brings health, happiness, and of course, the prosperity you deserve. XOXO, Julie. Well, so what did, what did Miss Julie get you? So basically what we have here are three notebooks, (laughs) blue, black and green and they have titles on the front so it's like the the name of what your book is one my book to stay organized as fuck two list of people who underestimated me and how that worked out for them mm-hmm. and three people i want to punch in the face let me have my book to stay organized as fuck okay. over to my side all right there you go okay i'm going to immediately open people i want to punch in the face yes that's my that's gonna go get filled up. two then Let's she got you some then I've got two, she got two things for dumpling, two catnip things for dumpling, which he's already des- destroyed bugging one. On, bugging And he loves. And then we, I got three shopping bags, like three great, awesome bags since, you know, I love bags. And clearly um, Julie knows that you're a bag lady. Yeah, I love bags. So uh, those I'll be replacing the old Trader Joe bags and trade, getting out all the dirty bags. And now we've got these nice cute plastic ish i'm sure recyclable recycled uh cute bags they're huge they're strong they're they're reusable we plan to go through all your bags yep um and we're gonna sort them out but really for a minute you can use for your shopping these three big bags they all match i love when things are like cohesive it's just me, but I can't deal when I see a ragtag fucking selection of bags that somebody has. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. let's get it together. Yep. And so and these are going to be super cute for you. Yep. Um, they're all so cute. You can tell she curated them. She knows she knows she's been she's an original 14. She knows you're a bag lady mm-hmm. who's so 
so so sweet thank you julie like thank, thank you. you so much even though yeah. there was no alcohol for me she knew you weren't feeling it bitch <laughs> it's your birthday um then we got a package from cat rooney which i did not think it said like keepsake on the outside so i was like we get a lot of gifts here that they don't have um like a card in them and yeah. it's and so and we've made a just a thing across the board. If it doesn't have a card, like we literally got these beautiful, beautiful flowers that said like, like weddingflowers.com. And it was a huge bouquet and we took it out and I put it in its vase and it was beautiful. It had no card. And I wanted to call them and be like, how fucking dare you send us this without a card? Yeah. We got a bunch of shot glasses that said, fuck Trump. No card. If we don't have a card, we just don't read it. So I thought, here we go. Someone sent some kind of engraved thing that says, I love Julie's pussy. And we're, you know, but I opened it up. There was a shockingly a picture of myself and you. Uh And it's cute, cute, cute note from Kat Rooney. Very, very sweet. Uh, It was so cute. Framed picture. So awesome. Absolutely love it. It's already up in the drug den. She said, happiest of birthdays, Julie. Had to frame this moment of my fave. Celebrating a historic week. Wish you all the best and more. Kat Rooney, OG14, Denver, Colorado. Kat has a cafe in Denver that is killing the game right now. Getting all the Pride Month support. We were, were we celebrating Pride? Was that what we were doing with Johnny and Teddy in the historic picture uh we was in june well i guess technically then just because it was june but we just went out to celebrating pride yes yeah it's always pride month and that's exactly you know exactly we had gone out maybe we were i don't know if we were celebrating anything we were just all being together because we like to get together the four of us but it's a historic just the pride month yeah yeah i do cat i gotta be honest i did consider and i'm still considering giving it to johnny because he has just a lot of pictures like around his place mm-hmm. and it's such a cute photo of us. Yeah. And I know he, like, I don't know. I just need my picture up in his house. I mean, he has some, <laughs> I mean, he does have some of us, Yeah, but it's hard because we know, want I it like here it. too. I, like it. I don't want to <laughs> lose it now. It's like right on our, it's yeah. in the drug den yeah. living and yeah. it's our babies and so nice of cat. Yeah. Um, so if you guys live in, in and around Denver, get into her cafe for sure. Now, this one was, you know, sometimes you just, what, I don't even, this, I could never have guessed this in a million years. Well, so, it wasn't just to you, it was to both of us. Yes, it's to us, <laughs> which, so I couldn't have guessed this. Um, I, it was in a big box, we opened the box, and there's a note, and the note says, Hey ladies, happy 4th of July. Julie, I know you love a good steak. I've, I've used sous vide to make the best steaks I've ever had. Perfect never overcooked love you ladies from jake raptosh so basically what he gave us is a sous a sous vide i guess it's just called a sous vide <laughs> yeah it's the sous vide the vp cock sous vide so it i've never almost, used it i ever it almost looks like one of those from the picture on the box and they do put the picture on the box because they know people are like what the yeah now, um, all we know of it is like Top Chef, but exactly, it kind of is giving me from the box like the sh- the size and shape of like a brawn handheld yes, blender. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I we love Jake and Jesse and and their son Brayden and their two puppas. I love imagining that Jake and Jesse are sous viding steaks. I think yeah. it's sous vide. Oh, it's sous vide. I okay. think so. I'm okay. not sure. Okay. For Brayden, 
Mm. I want him to be demanding like, Papa, I want a medium rare. I want my sous vide, Papa. I Please. will not have it any other way. I will not. It's too brown inside. Mine must be more red, Papa. No, that's what I'm going to do to my mom, who's I'm probably going to lend this to. First. I would. Uh, <laughs> she needs to be the one to start using that. For With sure. all due to Jake. I don't want Jake. Since I just said that I was going to make <laughs> Johnny take our picture from Kat. This is only so that I can force my shit on other people, but. I know my mom will take this out. Mm -hmm. She'll get an immediate whop. And not that you have it, but oh, uh, it looks like a fucking flame broiler straight up. Like, are we trying to flambe something? Yeah, and there's just like a whole thing with the plastic and the bags and the water. And so your I, mom needs to yeah. definitely try it first so she can explain to me how to use it. Now, sh my mom did just fracture her wrist, but she's mm. looking to injure herself again. Okay. Um, I'm quite sure. Right, mom? And... I'm going to be the one who's like, Mama, it's too overdone. I told you how to do it. And I think we know that's true. Uh, yes, that is absolutely it's too true. I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand it. It's carcinogens. I told you I don't like you that. You can't. What do you? I told you how to do it. Yep, all of it. I think we are going to let Pam do this first, right? I mean, we could go there and just help her. But she should do it first, I think. Go to Pam's home. Yeah. I thought you meant go there with this. We could go there with the sous Oh, we'll go there. We can go we'll there. We'll go there. You don't Hello? think I'll go there? Hello. <laughs> don't make it awkward. <laughs> we'll go oh, there. I'm going to go. Oh, you went there. Did you just go there? She totally went there. <laughs> she took the stakes and she went there. It was crazy how far she went with that. Now, this is, I, if we don't get to go have sous steaks... Yeah, she With has to Jake do it. and Jesse, but I mean Jake oh, and Jake, Jesse yeah, yeah, and Brayden yeah. when yeah. he's like just graduated high school. Mm. I mean, mm. I'm holding it. It's baller. You are literally holding it like a baby. <laughs> Love it. It's so cool. We don't need my parents' house going up in flames, but we can <laughs> risk it. We can risk it. Okay, now it's time to remind everyone that Nance Pelosi is a badass bitch. <laughs> long-awaited and quickly retired segment called Nance Pelosi is a badass bitch. Over the last four years, we've become obsessed with the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And pretty much the moment we gave her her own segment, the bitch up and retired because Republicans are low-key terrorists who broke into her house and attacked her husband with a hammer. They're sexist, homophobic, racist little terrorists who terrorize this country with their grievance and their guns and their stupid fucking Facebook groups. <laughs> but even though she's no longer the Speaker of the House, Nance Pelosi is still in the House representing San Francisco's 11th District. She's 84 years old and, in our humble opinion, the greatest living figure in American politics oh, today. Yes. Nance Pelosi is a tried and true advocate for women and with a woman finally serving as Vice President and her good friend for many years serving as president, Nancy was un 
fucking stoppable as Speaker of the House. She refused to pander to the press. She refused to pander to AOC and the clicky uber progressives. She negotiated legitimately and respectfully with each of the individual Democratic caucuses, as well as the piece of shit House Republicans. And when she decided to step down, she did it with grace and dignity. She handed the speaker's gavel to Hakeem the Dream, <laughs> and she didn't step away, Mau. Mm-hmm. She simply stepped to the side. Right. She's been his friend and mentor every step of the way, and she continues to support him, promising to lend her fundraising forte to not only Hakeem and the House of Representatives, but the Democratic Party as a whole. Last week, Nance Pelosi sat down with everyone's favorite hot cuppa, Jen Psaki, <laughs> and reminded us all why at the end of the day, Nancy Pelosi is still a badass bitch. Now, John Boehner called you the best speaker, I think. One of the best, maybe the best, I believe, uh, of the House that there has ever been. You are a defender of the institution of the House uh, and an institution that has a lot of history. What are you thinking when you watch uh, the events of these past weeks about the behavior of some you see on the other side of the aisle? Well, let me just say that um, I respect that uh, what I've had my disagreements with the Republicans on issues, and that is a democracy. Mm-hmm. And since the beginning of our country, there's been a debate as to what the role of government is, what the f- role of the federal government is, and that's the dynamic that brings us here to agree, disagree on how we budget and how we allocate resources and how we, again, minister to the needs of the people. So we have different views, and that's exciting, and we like to win the debate, and we like to make a difference. For example, the Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. giving millions, tens mm-hmm. of millions of people access <laughs> to health care. Take great pride in that. What a good example. Mm-hmm. Voted for that. So Not one Republican difference of opinion, voted for but it. that's on an issue. We don't have a difference of We've never had a difference of opinion on our patriotism, our love of the country, and our respect for the institution. Do you think that's changed? I think it has definitely changed. I think it changed when they uh, uh, really were so um, disrespectful of Speaker Bain. And Mm -hmm. he just said, I'm out. uh, Because they just were going to do this every week. If they didn't like whether he won or lost on any issue, they were going to vacate the chair. And I mean, the, the lack of respect for the institute, you wonder why they would want to be here. So what, when you asked me what I was thinking during the, all that happened yesterday and before, I was so proud of our Democratic members. They know why they're here. They respect this institution. They respect the right of disagreement between the parties or even among ourselves on certain issues. That's what a democracy is about. That debate is dynamic and exciting. Mm. So what she's talking about is that John Boehner, yes. who now currently runs a fucking pot farm. the tan- One of the tannest men in America. <laughs> who, the highest tannest men. Who we have a picture of in the drug den yes. with Nancy Pelosi. Who is also known for crying a lot. He basically quit. He was um, the Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. And he was, the Republicans had the majority. And they pulled the same thing that they're doing with um, Kevin McCarthy now. Right. Where they said... We want the right to hold a vote to reelect a different speaker if you are annoy us. Right. Every right. week to week. If yep. you lose a vote, if you win a vote, if you just annoy us, if you don't take our meeting, we're going to fucking we want the right to replace you. And he was like, 
go fuck yourself. And he like <laughs> up and quit. He was quite popular. Yeah. Um, and he had worked with Nancy Pelosi for like many years. He was there during Obama. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know any of this shit. I didn't pay attention during this time. No. Nope. But this all came out when they did this with Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy's like, oh, I can take the heat because at this point, if you don't say you'll do it, you can't be Speaker of the House on the Republican side. Right. You have to give them the right to replace you every week. They never right. will. Right. But they yell and they scream and they bully and they push and they hick and they hack and they hoodly do <laughs> and they they do all their bullshit. And uh, and I mean, I, they're definitely getting to Kevin McCarthy, though. He's doing he's I don't know where it's coming from or who it is. If it's Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever. Da, 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 da. But clearly they're they're holding it over him. And he's you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. definitely feels like. Everyone must be coming to him every second with a grievance. I can see Marjorie Taylor Greene every hour yeah. going by his office and just like yelling and talking her shit. I think you of it because I think yeah. she, Nancy Pelosi said it like, yeah, we might have just so. agreed not one single Republican voted yes on the Affordable Care Act. Right. But at the end of the day, we all agreed on one thing. Democracy, bitch. Yep. We yeah. were like at this point. Like, you want to talk about fucking fascists and shit. I don't even know what the fuck that means. But I'm just like, they constantly want to yell about socialism and this and that and this and that. It's like, look in the mirror, dogs. Look in the mirror. Like, it's you. It's, it's pr- you. It's, I don't even know what pretty, it means. And it's you. It's pretty crazy for a group of people that fascism, and they also lump them all together. Fascism, communism, socialism. To them, it all means the same thing. So let's say for all intents and purposes, communism and socialism are very close together it's the it's the it's the cooperative it's that we all work together no everyone is equal that is the theory of communism and basically social socialism that no one um there's no rich there's no poor we're all equal communism is more real gritty communism is more down in the earth we're workers we're about poor. workers <laughs> we're, yeah we're all poor <laughs> instead of being workers workers yeah. workers however it never ever ever worked because one man was rich oh. and <laughs> because yeah because it's like even when you look at russia which is the which is the main example of communism or look at china well the leaders are still rich the all the leaders are rich they have all the money and so there's no equality among the people because there is no equality so then socialism is supposed to be more um like they're Scandinavia. more right we now we're all, all kind of rich. Now we're <laughs> yeah. Now we all pretty do pretty good. Yeah. So like you can st- you can still go get rich because you can go international. You can like do you go get your money. Go however you're gonna do it. But like eighty percent of your taxes are going into the country. But we're all going to benefit from health insurance, education, cool, beautiful roads, beautiful homes, beautiful. Right. You know what I mean? Cleanliness. Why I paid thirty dollars for a seven month old. Uh, Yep. People magazine with Patrick Swayze had died on the cover. I'm like, this happened last year. <laughs> and everything's and super expensive. $30 for exactly. It at the airport. Right. And then fascism is giving you um, like a dictator, basically. Like, you know what I mean? That's one guy who's who's controlling everything. And but that's kind like of how Russia, those other things are, too. It, they that's seem. how they all turn out, except Scandinavia isn't like that. Socialism seems to do OK. But communism and fascism doesn't never works. Well, I feel like that's where they've gone, and and it's it is clear. where they are. They, Trump McCarthy is the started. fascist. He's the leader. They all fall in line. They love a dictator. They pretend they love freedom, but they don't love freedom. They love a cult. They love to be in a cult. They love to be someone is telling me what to do, and I'm going to tell other people what to do. And no one and freedom, 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 freedom. 
But they don't believe in freedom. They only believe in in what they're told that their group is allowed to do. That's it. Ethics. We're sitting right here in the Capitol building, yeah. and over the last week we've seen the hearing with John Durham, Republicans trying to force a vote to impeach Biden, the vote to censure Congressman Adam uh, Schiff. You were pretty fired up on the House floor during that vote or during the debate about, around the vote. Uh, you said during that, you said Republicans have turned the House quote into a puppet show. You went on to say the puppeteer is Donald Trump. Should we anticipate, do you anticipate that like Donald said, Trump is going to keep driving the agenda of the Republican White House? So. It appears so, mm -hmm. because the fact is, is that when we had this vote, was it a week ago, it lost the vote to censure Adam Schiff. Mm -hmm. The word is, and I don't know, because I'm less forced to speak about what goes on among the Republicans, but the word is Donald Trump forces weighed in, and now the vote changed, because they're protecting the um, unpatriotic, unscrupulous uh, behavior of Donald Trump and them, their own selves. <laughs> I so mean, basically she's saying they held the vote to censor, which means to like make Adam Schiff bug off and shut up right, and get him in not, trouble, not be able to talk. And it lost. Right. Then Donald Trump went on Truth Social or wherever the hell he went and they held the vote again because Kevin McCarthy had to do it because mm -hmm. if he didn't do it, he was going to get voted out mm -hmm. and he was going to get censured and it won. It, 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 it the, the vote was like they beat them by 10 or 11 or something to to censor Adam Schiff. So this is where this interview failed because they don't cut to. But we're going to go Her ahead. speech. And, yeah, we're going to go ahead yeah, and do it. Yeah, we're going to hear uh, Nancy Pelosi. And her rant, apparently oh, calling him um, a puppet. Today, we are on the floor of the House where the other side has turned this this chamber where Slavery was abolished, where Medicare and Social Security and everything were instituted. They've turned it into a puppet show, a puppet show. And you know what? The puppeteer, Donald Trump, Oof. is shining a light on the strings. Be embarrassed. You look miserable. Embarrassing. You look miserable. The only advantage <laughs> to all of this is that instead of reversing what we did on the IRA to save the planet, or reversing what we did to reduce the cost of prescription mm -hmm. drugs, That's you're right. wasting time. Adam gentleman's time has expired. The gentleman's time has expired? Better get the fuck out of my fucking face. Like, they can't. That You look miserable. You look miserable. You look miserable, bitch. You look it's miserable. It's so strong. It's so strong. You don't look stupid. They couldn't even let her go. You don't look embarrassed. You don't look... You look miserable. Yep. You and don't even think of it like that. You think of miserable as a state of being that right. you yourself claim, oh, I'm miserable. Yep. You don't think of someone else looking at you and going, you look miserable. And that's the perfect summary of the Republican Party right now as a whole. Now, certainly granted, or I at least the people in the House, the I mean, miserable misery. Yeah, you look like and you're it's embarrassing. You're it's embarrassing. You're, the false equivalencies that they try and perpetrate on a daily basis are miserable. Like Adam Schiff is not the same as Marjorie Taylor Greene. Adam, you're, you're trying to censure Adam Schiff because we tried to censure Marjorie Taylor Greene. You think that those two people are the same? Do you really fucking think that? <laughs> she literally said that the J Jewish space lasers came from heavens. She's, ha she's trying to impeach she uh, said, Biden. She said, and she I just have to say this. Because I, it, I do just constantly want, I want it to be perfectly said, like 
at like accurately. Okay. She said that the Rothschild family, who happened to be a Jewish family, the Rothschilds. Okay. That they controlled the weather um, with laser technology. So now we have you know, bastardize this into like Jewish space lasers. And then they take it on and are like, that's so fucking ridiculous. It's like, no, no, no. But that is what she said. She said that the Rothschild family controls the weather with laser technology in. And we're talking about in like the 19th century, in like the 1800s at some point, like go out into the woods, do a box chump until you break your neck. (laughs) I can't. And just even saying the Rothschild. Why the Rothschild family? Why it got to well, be yeah, the Rothschild? Why isn't it the Roosevelt? Yeah. <laughs> why isn't it um, the Tudors? Why isn't it? Why is why it the Rothschild? Why is it J.P. Morgan? Why, why isn't it the Chases, the Citibanks? Why isn't why it isn't Anheuser-Busch? It, why isn't it? Uh, why, uh, why, uh, well, exactly. Why isn't it Anheuser-Busch? It's the Rothschilds? Like, the level, the level of that and just, it's, it's yeah, absolutely ridiculous. You get Mr. Beat on. You're right. Because okay. he's the reason she said that. About the fucking space lasers. And then the Rothschilds took off even fucking, what's his name? Nikki Hilton's N- husband? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he got in trouble for saying the Rothschilds because of the Jews it and was, whatever. It was Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. That's why we right. watched Mr. B. Exactly. And it's the Rothschilds is a is a dog whistle for Jew haters yep. and white supremacists yep. because that is one of their huge conspiracy theories right. is the Rothschilds. Right. And they took all the money from the world and we would all be from rich if it the weren't world the Jewish Rothschild. from the world. Like, get it together. Just get it actually together. But and by the way, J.P. Morgan, go find the Mr. Beat video. And by the way, go find it. Adam Schiff is Jewish, too. So <gasps> get is? into it. Oh, single tier. Marjorie Taylor Greene and by the way, literally should kill herself. Replacing Diane Feinstein. Also Jewish. <laughs> also Jewish. Also Jewish will be Speaker of the House. So Donald Trump, as we know, was uh, just indicted and pleaded not guilty mm-hmm. to 37 federal counts involving the retention no. of classified documents, obstructing justice, and making Controlling false the weather, statements. faking 9-11. What was your reaction when you read that indictment? Well, you know, I have 30 years of experience in intelligence. Longest serving. Longest serving. And uh, of the only leader that anybody can remember in recent or even near history that came to leadership with a national security credential. Oh, came from God. Ways and Means or mm. uh, Agriculture or Transportation. Wop. Wop. I came burn. from burn. an intelligence Wop. standpoint as well as appropriations that related yeah, with all due, well, to our national security. So I have 30 years and, and I know mm. how important it is to protect these documents. If I were in my in the skiff, that's the room that you go in to get briefed. The skiff, and I the just Adam skiff. <laughs> few names or a few dates, I couldn't take my own piece of paper out of the room. With the names and dates? You can't take notes. With the names and dates. Mm -hmm. I'd have to submit it to the staff to be placed in a vault. I would have access to my information, but I could not take it with me. The man had boxes in a shower. This is about protecting our national security. It's about protecting our sources. Bragging about it. Bragging bragging about As allies. Mm -hmm. What is an ally? A person who helps you right? Mm-hmm. Instead, we are jeopardizing not only our own security, but the security of other countries mm-hmm. and their sources and methods. How do they trust us as an ally if mm-hmm. we do that? So what uh, the former president is alleged to do, and he seems to have confessed to it, but nonetheless, he's innocent until proven guilty, is to 
say he did it and have some arrogance about it. Of course. And um, yep. if that is the case, he seriously jeopardized our national security. And we know he did. He did that. And secondly, he is dishonoring our court system in the manner in which he is treating it. So our security and one of the pillars <laughs> of our democracy, very casual about it all, sad to say. As you just alluded to, I mean, reading the itemized list of 31 documents mm -hmm. and the clearance levels as a, as a former yeah. ranking member on the Intel Committee, yeah. Yeah. there were five eyes uh, uh, classifications there. There were some of the highest level yes. classifications. She had to be horrified. And knowing what you know she about former President Donald Trump, we know he has an affection for dictators. Do you have mm -hmm. concern, without us knowing at this point, of what he may have wanted to do with those documents? No, I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is that he seriously jeopardized our national security. And uh, the other piece of that in terms of him is he himself, when he was a candidate, talked about how important it was to protect our documents, yeah, that's right. our security documents. And as president, he made a very glowing statement about how important it was to protect the documents. And even one speech, I think it was North Carolina, where he was speaking to the troops saying, you all have taken risks. We have to protect that. a fucking hypocrite. That. And many of See, Beyond. people have to understand that we pray for our troops. We owe them so much. Our veterans, their families, their caregivers. Our, our intelligence community is, takes risks for us all the time. And to jeopardize their lives, their families, yep. the sources they may have interacted with is a, is a very dangerous thing, very irresponsible. And by his own public statements, before he was president and as president, he knew that. He knew that. And I know I say yep. this all the time, and I do. The people screaming about the fucking <laughs> 10 people killed when we left Afghanistan. 10 military service members mm -hmm. they weren't civilians and you know civilians were killed but we're talking about these people constantly bring up yep the military service men and women who were killed when we left afghanistan how do we know he didn't fucking do the classified documents <laughs> how do we know <laughs> we you're fucking know. gonna sit and bitch about mm. it oh we didn't get out of afghanistan right motherfuckers got a fleet of fucking hundreds of boxes in his goddamn country club giving state secrets away like, I don't want to hear your shit. I don't want to hear Not your Not to mention it was shit. because of Trump we had to get out of there so fast. So it's just like, please just save it. Just save it. You want to, to uh, complain about how we got out of, of Afghanistan. Trump made a deal with a fucking Taliban. He gave three months or whatever it was or yeah. whatever the timeline was. September 11th. Or three Ooh. weeks or whatever. By the time that Biden got in, they had like three weeks to get everything out of Afghanistan. That is because of Trump. And Trump, I believe, did that. So this would happen. I thought they thought I think they thought it would be worse. And, and I think and of course, it's it's a literal miracle. Miracle. That it wasn't worse. It's a miracle. It was so good. The fact that the Republicans have been artfully able to like spin it into something bad when only 10 American servicemen and women lost their lives or it was not 10. I don't know if it's 11, if it's nine. I can't remember. I now. think it's 13. Maybe it was so like well executed even while being a hot chaotic mess which is all it ever could have been after fucking 20 There's fucking no years way. and Trump yeah. and selling secrets yeah. and the classified dogs yeah. and their government took away yeah. ran away with all the money they're just done with them I'm done with the bullshit yeah. the only person I've ever even heard or the only side I've ever heard talk about protecting our military and is them is her she's sitting there saying 
we do all this work to protect our military right. and he's sitting there with secrets that put them in harm's way right they don't care no they don't, they don't care. care no the republicans don't care it's an act it's infuriating like the last thing they care about is that he's sitting there jerking himself off to an to some fucking you know ghostwriter about his documents about iran right they don't care they literally don't care it's absolutely astounding it's all pomp and circumstance it's just all pomp like a person with a true who truly say what you want about biden like okay he's not the greatest public speaker fine you don't think that you don't look at that guy whose son served who died that man goes up to people and cries because yeah. he feels and understands what it's like to be the parent of somebody who's got a child in the military and has a thing of compassion. His whole thing is compassion. He's he's connected and understands to what all of this stuff means. Trump and the Republican Party, as it is now, and I believe as it has always been, does not and never actually cared. But she does make the distinction that they are different now. And as someone who they said has served the longest in living history... Yes. In a, a whatever classified setting or the ways and means and the da, da 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 She's sitting there going, I can't even write on my hand. I can't take anything out of, right. the, of the shit room or whatever it is. It's always Republicans, though. If you think about all of the or most, let's say just most of the major, even military um, or problematic things. Yeah, like Afghanistan Iran Contra place. going to Iraq going to Afghanistan, let's go back to the McCarthy blacklisting. Those are Republicans. Yep. Those aren't Democrats. And so just put the fucking connective tissue together. You've been incredibly outspoken. You were here on January 6th. You played a leading role on January 6th. Let's not 6th. forget that. Um, you've been a strong defender, of course, supporter of the work of the January 6th committee. Mm -hmm. And this week, the Washington Post was out with a report detailing how senior leadership at DOJ resisted investigating Trump's role on January 6th for more than a year, according to the Post, quote, awareness about appearing partisan, institutional caution, and clashes over how much evidence was sufficient to investigate the actions of Trump and those around him all contributed to the slow pace. Do you think that the Justice Department waited too long uh, in, in order to move forward with investigating Trump? I can't really speak to that because all I know about it is what you just mm -hmm. uh, described. Uh, that was in a public account. Uh, I do think that right now, my first question when I saw that article was, but right now they are proceeding. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it, I understand the sensitivity to a, a president who has incited an insurrection. Mm -hmm. They were going to put a bullet in my head, hang the, the uh, vice president of the United States. Nancy, uh, they made Nancy. an assault on our democracy, on our constitution, and the rest. And that that has to be investigated because you just can't do that and and you can't arrest people for doing it while ignoring the big fish who mm -hmm. instigated it the big fish who instigated it i do wonder though and honestly i really do we had control of the house at that time for that entire um first term of kamala harris and joe biden mm -hmm. after january 6th i don't understand why um if there were people in the house who gave tours and all of these things that have been implied to me, I feel like maybe there wasn't 
Because if, if they were there and they did do it, I don't understand why it would be covered up. Whether, fine, let the DOJ cover it up, but we still own the DOJ too. Now they said they didn't want to investigate it because this is now, what's his face? Fucking Merrick Garland. Yeah. Who's attorney general. Uh-huh. So he doesn't want to investigate and the Department of Justice don't want to investigate right after January 6th because they don't want to seem partisan. Okay, fine. I'll buy that. But I know in the House, why are we not getting together in the House and figuring out who did who that? Who gave those? Yeah. yeah, right. Makes me think that the tours weren't given and that that we're, we're perhaps we're making it into like a bigger conspiracy than it actually was. Now, I'm just saying because to me, it, it, nobody investigated it and we had two years to do it. So that was the biggest thing to me. Even more, you want to prove back that Donald Trump's like the big fish that instigated it. What you're going to do is you're going to find whatever dipshit gave these tours and they didn't find it or they didn't admit they. I mean, we had full hearings on it. So I think there does come a point where it's like I'm not saying Donald Trump didn't instigate it. They're running fucking the QAnon social media. But they kept trying to act like a lot of people in the house were connected to it. And I just haven't seen any proof. Right. Unfortunately, I mean. Yeah, I keep, as you're talking, I'm like, how am I computing this? I know, but it's this? not easy. But I don't understand. It's not there. Well, well, okay. So let's say Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't give a tour. But somebody they but said she did. But did, she was QAnon and she knew what was going on. And they knew things. I mean, there are things that, I don't know, There's maybe there's omissions or maybe there's things that they're just conveniently not wanting to deal with or i can see that the the doj or whatever maybe would want to cover some things up but i i yeah i mean i mean i didn't I really know. think they were covering things up i think that there was a strong implication that people had given tours to the insurrectionists and now i'm just simply talking about the tours oh. i'm saying i don't maybe that so. didn't happen i don't think the tours happened because if the tours happened then somewhere along the way in the house that we had control of at that time there's a cover-up or it didn't happen right and well, it's not just the doj doing it right um it's so i'm just letting all of that go because if there right. was a track to, to to connect it to some piece of shit doing tours i'm i would hope somebody's going to connect it and be like this motherfucker gave a tour. Well, plus then you think that the one thing then if they did give a tour, they didn't let them know that there's the whole underground railroad going on under the house that nobody checked. Right. So then you go, no, oh, okay. They, they didn't even know that. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the most important part because yeah. they'd so be they, like, like, kept them safe anyway. So they I mean, gave an actual tour, even if they gave an actual tour or even if it was peripherally or it was wink, wink, honk, honk, or it was, you know what I mean? Do it in Tokyo. Yeah. What they didn't do was let them know, like there's 13 back doors and they're all going down into the catacombs and nobody seemed to go down there. So you frequently quote Benjamin Franklin's a Republic. If you can keep it, if Donald Trump wins reelection, do you think we can keep it? I never thought he would win the first time. So I hesitate to say there's no way he could win again, Mm -hmm. but here's a president who has been, Twice impeached, multi-times indicted. We don't know how many it would be. <laughs> Hundreds if of times. If he did once, I think he's very seriously damaged goods. Uh, so we have to do everything to make sure that a person so frivolous with our democracy. Frivolous. So yep. jeopardizing of our national security. So miserable. So disrespectful <laughs> of our rule of law would ever be a president of the United States once again. It breaks my heart that that office was tainted by somebody who didn't respect it. I do honestly believe 
and I tried to respect the office he held and the fact that he held it, but I then learned that I respected the office he held more than he did. Mm. I mean, you can't, you cannot argue with that. How anyone can is beyond me. How any, how Siggy Flicker uh, continues to miserable count. Yeah, I mean, miserable. It's, it's just so. I mean, I don't know. There should be if if they haven't started it already, there should be an entire, like, you know, um, cor coursework in colleges or whatever, where um, it's like I don't even know what it would be called. It'd be called like. QAnon crazy course one, two, three, four, like starting an entire new psychology, basically trying to train an entire cadre of our society to try and figure out why, who the, how half of our population is doing this. Yeah, how they got brainwashed. Like, how do we stop like brainwashing? QAnon, you lost your mind. Fox News. Course. Okay. One, one, oh, one, then go one, oh, two. I mean, and now I'm going to be, I'm going to be a doctor of like you know like social media brainwashing just all of it yeah do you think kevin mccarthy will be speaker at the end of the year but let me just say this one thing i am is strategic mm -hmm. and when i strategic you have to know what you're talking mm -hmm. about i have no idea what goes on in their caucus but i do know one thing in january of 2025 hakeem jeffries will be speaker of the house Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a So There's That moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because it's damn near impossible to find an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note when half of this country are mind-controlled members of a morally bankrupt right-wing cult and the rest of us are whiny, entitled virtue signalers who are too busy keyboard fighting with our own side to win the war. But Trump got arrested... And then Hunter Biden got arrested <laughs> and we really can't win for losing. But I like to say that sometimes when you're faced with two wrongs and wondering how to make sense of it, a good rule of thumb is just to go with the wrong that's better looking. <laughs> and in this case, I think we all know that that's Hunter Biden, regardless of what Megan McCain says. Right, Mama? Oh, man. Oh, Denise, what is going on with you? I mean, we were this close to doing it's Megan McCain o'clock, but we just... <laughs> It was just almost even too painful to do it. It's too painful now that she's our family. Yeah, it's just too painful. It's too painful. Like we have DM conversations and... I can't live. The, this last one was really hard not to respond to. That Hunter Biden article was horrific. She trolled. She tried it and she trolled and she trended on Twitter for a good two days and she was living her best life and thriving, but um, it wasn't a good look. Terrible. And, um, Awful. And it was... Awful. Not not good for us personally. No. Just internally, it was Terrible. like this is why we're done with all of this. It's a nightmare, nightmare on on. It's a nightmare on Megan Street. Awful. Nightmare on Megan Street, honey. <laughs> Cow Denise. As we wrap up the Pride Month, as we wrap up Pride Month, 
and come to my birthday, which is the actual day of the Stonewall riots. The day, not the year. That's that's true. Just the day. This last week commemorates the ending of the pride celebrations. But you know what? It doesn't. Because, <laughs> because, like what? Because, <laughs> because pride bugs on all summer and all year, really. There isn't a night or even a day that the gays can't turn into a pride event. And I mean, at the end of the day, why not? Pride has become a celebration of life when you really think about it. It's, in fact, the true meaning of pro-life. And Thanksgiving. <laughs> of all of it. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it means happy pride. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> I'm coming up. Where's the turkey? People coming together across a spectrum of identities celebrating life, which is the truest sense of love. And love, in whatever form you choose to receive or give it in, is actually what God is. That actually, is that true? That's true, what you said. Oh, that's deep. Thank you. I got caught off guard. I was like, wait, huh, wait, wait, <laughs> hold on. Oh. Uh-huh. So all the pro-life and God-fearing people should love pride, since all God-fearing Americans seem to want are their freedoms, and isn't that what we all want, and what's more American than that? So, really, pride is pro-life, God-fearing, and patriotic. And at the end of that day, at the end of that rainbow, God-fearing American pro-life patriots want the same thing we all want, which is love, which is God. The freedom to give it, receive it, and do sex. You want guns? No one's trying to take that away from you. Let's just be smart about it. And if you're into hunting, kill yourself. You don't <laughs> count, and I hope death for you. Now, gay people just want the same thing everyone else wants. Freedom and the joy to be left alone under the law. Freedom to be annoying, just like everyone else. All the good and all the bad. Sprinkled in with indiscriminate sex, extreme codependency, awesome music, theater, art, and butt stuff. So, as we say goodbye or say hello to Pride, whatever, I was excited to see that our queen, Kiki, our VP of America, took the time on Friday to go to Stonewall Bar in New York City, where she greeted mm. people and gave some speeches and was even very gently and shortly interviewed by Andy Cohen, oh. top gay. I mean, but it's unbelievable. But you know who never did that? Mike Pence. You know who else? <laughs> Not any other vice president ever on the planet. So every time you want to say Kiki doesn't do anything, just fucking remember she went to fucking Stonewall to talk to fucking the gays. Okay. VP Harris came to NYC and Stonewall to show her solidarity with the LGBT community. Since this year, there have been more than 490 anti-LGBTQ bills introduced in state legislatures. Okay. 491. <laughs> That's a lot. That is a lot. The laws, you know what we're talking about, the where you can't talk about gay in schools, to get banning drag performances, anything with trans health care, and just all the other shit. So just barf, barf, gross, barf. So Kiki came to Stonewall, the birth of the gay civil rights movement, to give her support and assure us that Biden and the administration is with us, and so is she. I'm just going to play a clip, and I'm just going to let it, of Kamala Harris, our beautiful, wonderful vice president. Our beautiful, wonderful. Exactly. Mighty, <laughs> cut the shit. <laughs> you know, this place you know, represents a real inflection moment in this movement, which is a movement that is about equality, a movement that is about freedom, a movement that is 
celebrate in terms of those fighters who fought for fundamental freedoms, but understanding that this fight is not over. We are not going to be silenced. We are not going to be deterred. We are not going to tire. We're not going to throw up our hands. She's standing right next to Andy Cohen here. I can't believe that. To me, to me Stonewall means strength in numbers. Yeah. Every time you put a rock on that wall, we become stronger and That's stronger right. and stronger. And you put your rock here today. She put her hand over her heart because the gay guy said you put your rock here today. And then they hugged. I'm just going to read to you what she said if you couldn't hear it. This place represents a real inflection moment in this movement, which is a movement that is about equality, that is about freedom. A movement that is about safety. I have I'm to believe that she watched People's Couch. <laughs> mm. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for Julian Brandy. I want them oh to God, come so over. So real. I want them to come to dinner with me and, and Doug. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'm here because I also understand <laughs> not only what we should celebrate in terms of those fighters that fought for fundamental freedoms, but understanding that this fight is not over. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid, stupid podcast. We love and appreciate <laughs> all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week. They're both an hour. There's no politics. There's no ads. There's no structure. There's no rules. It's... Just supposed to be stress-free, mindless fun. We know a lot of people do Patreon podcasts. We've got a lot of choices out there. Yeah. And maybe we we can, you know, be kind of inconsistent with which day of the week. We do them every <laughs> single week. No and matter what. And they are both what. an hour. And we are really, yeah. really, really dedicated and close with the Patreon uh, community uh, that, that follows us and listens to us. That's right. And you can subscribe for only $1. You get one podcast a week for $1 and two podcasts a week for $2. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There's a list pinned to the top of the feed of all of our most popular episodes. But a lot of people like to start at our very first Patreon episode from back in 2017 and listen all the way up to now. It has all the secrets how we met. All of it. It's all there. Where I'm at, why I call you Mau Mau. Mm -hmm. Anything you're wondering, it's all there and more. And you'll be glad. You'll hear tons of predictions that all come true. Literally. Problematic. The oh, growth. Yes. The, the, um, the backsliding. Just, um, <laughs> you know, tone deaf. Ooh, all of the bad COVID death. calls. Oh, mask jokes. Oh, God. Loss of friends. Yeah. You just, I mean, you're here for all of it. A lot of people yep. take those stuff offline. We didn't. We left it there. Oh, yes, uh, we just, did. You just have to pay for it. Yep. That's right. Um, There's a link. There's a, there is an episode you don't have to pay for. Um, It's in the, a link to the episode is in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com. And there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. Or you can just Google Julian Brandy Patreon and it'll pop up. It's super easy to find. If you have bought a T-shirt, it's on the way. <laughs> we had an influx of T-shirts 
We did have to order more, um, and I did have to let one person know. I need to find that bitch. I'm trying to see who it was. Oh, maybe it was Karen. Okay. Um, anyway, a, a, as always, it's been real, and it's been fun. <laughs> but mostly it's been gay, and it's been dumb. And Nance Pelosi. Nance Pelosi. She's still doing it. Still we want to quit, but she's still doing it. Someday. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain Is really to blame so I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs>